0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cold Hard Truth NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Anish Gupta. And I'm your host, Shrikara Jendron. All right, so we're here, two episodes in a week, uh, so hopefully you guys are happy about that. Uh, Yeah, this is going to be our first mock draft. Now, I know it's a little bit late and what, I think it's like two, when we upload this, it'll be like two days left to the draft, but with how unpredictable things have been and obviously with a little bit of a shakeup due to the Aaron Rodgers trade, I'm actually glad we did it now uh, because I think most of the picks will probably be finalized. Uh, So yeah, we're going to only do one round. So unfortunately, teams beyond the Chiefs, the Rams, the Dolphins, the Broncos, my team, the Browns, and Shriek our team, the Niners. Unfortunately, we won't see a pick, but uh, we'll just go ahead and get started with round one. Uh, so, yeah, I've started it. So, uh, I'm going to take the odd picks. Shriek's going to do the even picks. And uh, I think without further ado, let's kind of just get right into it. Um, so, all right, I got pick one with the Carolina Panthers on the mm-hmm. clock. Now, I think let's first throw out a couple disclaimers. One, no trades. Uh, we're going to do this one strictly uh, no trade. So just whatever pick the team has, that's who we're going to pick at. Um, and then another disclaimer is I think we're, we're going to go with who we think is they're going to take, yeah. not uh, who we think they should go with. Uh, yeah. Shriek, you cool with that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's so, how we've done it for, like for example, right? Years. Yeah. So, for example, for pick one, I personally would go CJ Stroud. But I'm going to do it right now. I think the Panthers will draft Bryce Young at pick one. Uh, Look, I have him at quarterback three. Uh, I think he's great. He's probably the most accurate. Uh, He's probably got the best footwork. Um, Just, again, you know, the height and the accuracy over the middle is going to be something troubling at the NFL level. But I think the Panthers are going to get their guy here just kind of with the news we've heard. Bryce at one. So, Sri go ahead. All right.
1: A lot of buzz has been generating with Houston lately about what they're going to do at two, and the buzz is that no one has a clue what they're going to do. Now, <laughs> yeah. me personally, I would pick a QB, but I just don't think Houston's going to do that, actually. I think they're going to go with a defensive player to help out D'Amico Ryans in his first year. So I actually think the picker's going to be Will Anderson. Um, they could go Tyree okay. Wilson as a wild card, but from what I've been seeing, like everything is moving toward, even like the betting odds, are moving towards the uh, Texans picking Levis at 12. So I think at two, they go with a cornerstone guy who's the safer guy in contrast to Tyree Wilson. I think they'd select one or the other. Um, But Anderson is the safest pick here. He is one of the top guys in this draft. He's a very special talent. And I think D'Amico Ryans will find his guy at a premium position here. So Will Anderson's the pick. Two Alabama guys in the top two.
0: Okay, Uh I'm not going to lie. I'm not even that thrown off by that. Uh, I think that definitely is a possibility. And yeah, we're kind of seeing odds shift and, you know, odds always play into a part into the prediction. So I'm with that. Now this one is going to be a really interesting pick just because now in previous mocks or previous kind of like draft things that I have done, um, you know, first of all, this one has been the most unpredictable thing I think I've ever prepared for with any draft that we've done in the last three years. Um, and I had Jalen Carter sliding, uh, a lot, like, uh, like out of the top 10, uh, a lot in a lot of my scenarios, but if the Cardinals are at pick three here and I can't trade the pick, right. Their biggest need is going to be pass rush. And I just don't see them passing on Jalen Carter. Uh, so I'm going to take him here. Now I, I will say this, the Cardinals have been very noisy, right? And Jalen Carter has also been very noisy. So it it is a little bit of a bad pairing. Um, But I I just don't know how you pass up on a prospect like this. And I mean, yeah, at pick three, if I can't trade it, because to be honest, if Will Anderson is gone at pick two, I think the Cardinals should definitely consider trading down. Um, That's what I probably would do. But uh, yeah, since I can't trade the pick, I'll go Jalen Carter. So the one thing, another thing you forgot to mention about Carter
1: and... um the off field concerns is that Monty Ozenford is a first time GM. And I don't think he's going to want to bring in a guy who has all these concerns in his first ever draft pick, especially when you're picking as high as number three. Um, So, I mean, I don't hate the pick from a, from a talent perspective and a need perspective, but I just don't think it's what they would do. Two names I've been hearing a lot now, whether it's through a trade down or at number three, Devon Witherspoon for one and Paris Johnson. Apparently they really like Paris Johnson too. So, whether that's at three, whether it's if they trade down, I think they're targeting. both I'm with of those you. Guys. I think,
0: I, I think definitely, yeah, definitely trade down to get one of those two guys. Yeah. But at three, if par, I'm, ah, man, you're right. I mean, that's definitely something to consider with the whole GM thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If I were them, obviously, Will Anderson should be at the top of my board. That would probably be where I would at just because I know a lot of uh, what goes on in scouting is also you consider your position that you're at. Um, they have two separate boards that they kind of do. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to go with Carter here. But you're right. There's there's definitely some questions about, you know, what they would do at three. Um, but, I was ah, even man, thinking I, Tyree Wilson at I, three, I, honestly. That's, that's also a possibility. You're right especially to kind of get rid of the whole off the field concerns. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, let's go, let's go Carter at three though. Let's, all right. uh, let's stick with that. So we got pick right. four, four, we got the Colts.
1: Um, I I'll get this out of the way. I think they're taking a QB. Um, I'm not believing anything else right now. I, I think everything is leaning towards the Colts taking a QB. Uh, and now the question comes down to Stroud, Richardson, or Levis. Um, a lot of people have been saying Richardson at four, even if Stroud is available. But in this mock, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Stroud. I'm gonna go Stroud. Um, I mean, me personally, it's it's kind of like it. This is almost bordering on what I would do, but I think if you're the Colts, Stroud is the safest guy on the board. Um, I don't think he's gonna require a year of development like Richardson would need. Um, and, and I think he would work well in a Steichen offense as well. So I think Stroud. It's a safe play at four, but the Colts can secure their guy without even having to trade up, which for a guy who was being mocked at the top of the draft, I think getting him at four is a good move.
0: Yeah, so you're, I think you're with the even picks in the top 10, you're going to have a lot of influence, especially with picks uh, six and eight coming up. I think pick eight is probably the most interesting pick because at five, I've got a pretty easy selection here. Uh, I'm going to go, hold on, let me find him. I'm going to go with uh, Tyree Wilson uh, yep. for uh, Seattle. Um, I think that he's got the most upside out of any of the edges, uh, and I think Seattle definitely has been enticed by that. Uh, I think Tyree's been mocked a lot to Seattle, and uh, I know Seahawks fans would be very happy with him right there. I'll, I'll ask this question. If
1: CJ Stroud makes it past four, let's say the Colts go with Richardson, do you think the Seahawks
0: would have to consider Stroud? at five no, no. I, I think i think the, i think the main thing about it is that gino's got three years on the deal so like you you just don't you just don't bring in a guy like that on a three i mean it's it's funny because seattle had signed matt flynn to a multi-year deal and they drafted russell wilson but the thing is they drafted russell wilson in the third round yeah not at pick five so it, it's just hard to spend that much draft capital on a guy when you have someone locked in for three years Uh, And truth be told, as old as Geno Smith may be, he's still got a little bit room to grow in this offense. And we haven't really seen it, um, you know, at full strength till towards the end of the year. Um, But I think it will, as we go down the line, I think maybe pick 20, we could see uh, some offensive upgrade. Uh, But yeah, go ahead with pick six.
1: Yeah, uh, just one more note on on pick number five. I mean, this should be the floor for Anderson and Wilson, unless something very weird happens. But uh, at number six, got the Lions... Um, this pick wouldn't have been used on Devon Witherspoon if the draft was held like three weeks ago, because he hadn't worked out at that point. So there was some concern with his health. But Witherspoon worked out. It was great. Um, so there's really not much concern here. He's growing a lot of buzz. Um, people got him over Gonzalez now. So I think Witherspoon is the pick here at six. I think he could really fit into what Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes are going for. Uh, a nice fit in that defense. Obviously, they traded Okuda, so cornerback is even more of a need now. Um, he has really good speed. He's not hes not six foot, really good speed. Um, I am still slightly worried about the injury concerns, but I don't think the Lions would pass on him at six for that reason. So I think Witherspoon is the pick here.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little high for a corner. I mean, the guys we've seen go here, you know, Denzel Ward, Jalen Ramsey, guys like that. So, you know, if you're picking a DB this high, you want him to really hit. Obviously, the last time the Lions did that was Okuda pick three and you know, we kind of know how that turned out. But uh, um, I'm with you. I, I think Devon Witherspoon is probably the best press corner in this class. Uh, yeah, I, can conf- I guess I can confidently say that. Um, and... Yeah, I, I think he's got all the physical tools, uh, despite not being you know as tall as you might want him to be. And yeah, the Lions, I think, def- definitely want to upgrade the defense a little bit more. I, I think they just keep improving, honestly. I mean, Cam Sutton and Dev- Devon Witherspoon in the cornerback room is definitely uh, some good adds. So and Sutton, Sutton is pick
1: seven. Sutton is the only one that's actually
0: locked up beyond this year too, so
1: it would emphasize the need for a young
0: talent there. Yeah, so I'm just going to continue it on. Pick seven, again, another obvious one for me. Uh, Christian Gonzalez uh, is the pick, cornerback out of Oregon. Uh, Look, as someone who's watched a lot of his tape, uh, you know, scouting for the Pac-12, yeah, he's definitely really talented. Uh, We had our moments against him when we ran our offensive plays, which was fun. But uh, look, overall, he is a really good corner. Um, And I think the Raiders definitely need that. The Raiders haven't really had lockdown corners and for, I mean, you know, lockdown DB since maybe Charles Woodson, they tried it with nominee. Awesome. Up and down. And then it kind of flopped. Right. Casey Hayward was there for a couple of years, but they just really haven't had a lockdown dude. Uh, and I'm hoping Christian Gonzalez can be that for them. Okay. Pick number eight. Uh, my thoughts on that pick. I mean, this one, this one is really interesting. I'm going to, sorry. I just leg you up here. Cause I'm going to ask yeah. you the question before you make your pick. Uh huh. You see who's available. It's I, not going to be a QB. I QB. have. Okay. I Because I, I've gone back and forth with this. I really think it's a possibility. So, I want them to take a yeah, QB. Go ahead. I don't,
1: I, to, I don't think they're going to take one, though. Yeah. I, I think they're confident in what they want to see out of Ritter. So Atlanta needs defensive line talent, but if Anderson and Wilson are off the board, I wouldn't necessarily reach for a guy like Lucas Van Ness at eight uh, or a Nolan Smith. Interesting. Um. Okay. With those two guys off the board, I think they're going to swing to the other side of the trenches. I think they're going to go O-line here, and they're going to go with Peter Skaronsky. I think he could start out at guard and then move back to left tackle once the Falcons move on from Jake Matthews. So I Who think you... Peter...
0: Uh, I I mean, well, okay, are you confident in the pick? I'm, you want I'm to going lock Skaronsky.
1: In? I'm going Skaronsky. Because okay. I, what I thought you would do is I thought you were going to take Paris Johnson at seven... And then I think that would have made the pick even easier for me to go with Skaronski, but I don't. Th- Here's the thing: I just don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna draft Bijan. I don't think they're gonna draft Lucas no. Van Ness this high. I don't think Nolan Smith goes this high. I mean, I think if Stroud were to fall, maybe you'd be interested, but
0: no, I don't think they'd go QB. Mm-hmm. I think Skaronski's. I'm gonna. The move here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lock in your pick. I'm gonna disagree with you a little bit. I think. Look, so. Matthews and um, I believe they locked up McGarry. So they're locked yeah. up on right. Uh, yeah. Matthews, Matthews, they've still got him under contract. They paid him like 70 million. Not believe. for long though. Lindstrom is also locked Not down. Long. Yeah, so Lindstrom is locked down. So you have to put him at left, left guard. Yep. Jalen Mayfield is obviously the weak guy in this, in this group, which I, I can see. I, I think a reach for Van Ness would be more likely. Um, that's, that's just my, my thinking, uh, but mainly because, so they do run a three, four, so they've been playing Grady at kind of like this interior edge where they have the linebackers play, uh, alongside the edge as well. So, um, that's kind of why, and then, cause they did get also a nose tackle and David Anya meta. So maybe you're right. Maybe your reach to Van Ness would be high. I, if I were them though. And I mean, I know you're right. Like this is kind of what we think they, they will do. I just don't know how, I mean, if Anthony Richardson is available, I I think that's definitely like something we have to consider. Um, Well, I I think for me, from all the varying
1: responses on Anthony Richardson and the fact that they've been outspoken about believing in Ritter and and giving him a shot here. I I don't know. I I think they're actually, I'm buying it. I think they actually want to build around Ritter and see what he can do this year
0: could be i i think yeah i, I mean i'm just kind of going off just analysis i think richardson would be probably a like this would be, he would be a perfect fit no i agree i agree the yeah. yeah this is this is a this one this one is a really interesting pick i did not expect you to go skaronski uh not gonna lie i thought he was gonna be available at nine for me to take um so yeah the bears are here we've got two quarterbacks kind of not sliding but available uh, and obviously I can't trade, uh, so I'm just going to take what I think they would have gone. I thought they would have gone Skaronsky here, but since you took him, I'm going to take the next available tackle, and that is Paris Johnson out of Ohio State. Uh, they're both really good. I would have Skaronsky at one, Paris at two. I think Skaronsky is a little bit more of a mauler, uh, and I think he's got a better base in pass bro, so that's kind of why I have him at one. But I think Paris Johnson is no slight uh, to you know any of that talent. Now the only thing is, Paris... Uh, Has played right and Tevin Jenkins, they're putting it right. So that's a little bit of a, you know, uh, a shaky situation there. I know Tevin did play a little bit of left, uh, so they could maybe move him uh, and slide him there. But uh, you do want some sort of anchor on the O line because, God, it was terrible. It was terrible last year. So, uh, yeah, Bears get an upgrade. Hey, Fields gets reunited with Bears Johnson. I think that
1: works well. So, um, number 10. A lot of ways you could go if you're the Eagles. Um, If Skaronsky was on on the board, maybe I'd mock that. Um, A lot of people want Bijan here, especially with all the Derrick Henry rumors. I don't think they're going to take Bijan. I think Roseman's going to continue doing what he does best, and that's building through the trenches here. So we're going to go D-line. We're going to go Lucas Ness. Brandon Graham is not going to be around much longer, so you need an edge rusher for the future. Um, Especially a guy who can help out in the pass rush. I mean, Van Ness's motor is really good. Um, still a bit raw, but he had a great combine. He's been shooting up draft boards, and I think he's the pick here for Philly at 10.
0: Yeah, I think he bends well. Uh, I think he's got good hands. And, uh, yeah, this one, you're right. Howie's been a big trenches guy. Uh you know, we saw what he did with Jordan Davis last year, even though he had Hargrave and Fletcher Cox, who were both playing well. Um, so, yeah, he's not afraid to beef up, you know, places that they're already kind of looking good at. And uh, I believe the Eagles' next pick is 30. So, you know, definitely wouldn't rule out uh, a Brian Brantz there or a trade-up for him, because I think he would be a perfect fit in Philly's scheme. Uh, but Brian at 10 just doesn't seem like... It doesn't seem right. I, I think that might be a little bit of reach if you want... Uh, to do it, I mean, it was impossible for me. I think my options here were, uh, as you said, Bijan, Brian Branch, uh, and an edge, as you said. So I think Van Ness was the best pick at the edge here. Uh, so now I'm at pick 11. I'm kind of, I'm kind of good with a lot of the ones you've kind of given me. I think um, this one, this one's kind of, this one's a little bit interesting though because Anthony Richardson is available. Now I need to, I, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to weigh my options here. So I normally most drafts I've had, I've had a rich gone already and I'm like, okay, I'll just take JSN here. So yeah, my two options here, are a rich and JSN. So the, the question is the Titans have Malik and Ryan on the roster. I believe this is the final year of Ryan's contract. So what do I do? Um, this is tough. I'm gonna go bold. And I, I'm gonna say they pass actually on wow. a and I actually think they, and I think wow. they take J- Yeah, so I think they take JSN. Uh, and the reason for that is because look, Malik's on the roster. Tannehill's still got a year left. I think the Titans don't. I, I just don't see the Titans really giving the keys. Just yet. I mean, they do have a new GM. So, you know, does he want to, you know, ride his coattails on the Anthony Richardson pick? I don't know, right? I think JSN's a little bit of a safer option here. I think he would help the Titans offense a lot more. Uh, And yeah, because if you take Anthony Richardson here, you're essentially giving up on Malik Willis. Now, look, I would totally do that. (laughs) I, I think Malik Willis doesn't really have a shot to be a long term starter, but. I think they take JSN here.
1: I completely disagree, and here's why. I I wasn't even thinking of receiver, first of all. <laughs> but I would have taken Anthony Richardson. Really? Even with An even offense with, like this? No, I was actually thinking they'd address O-line before receiver because of Luan. Okay. But the reason I would have went A-rich is because Malik Willis was a John Robinson selection. This is a new GM. He doesn't care about Malik Willis. Yeah, no, no, I know. So I, I think they would <sighs> – I think there's a better chance to start over because they're, they're even thinking about trading up to three for a rich. So if he's falling all the way to 11, I thought that was just a layup. Um, so yeah, I'm very surprised. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't th- I thought Will Levis would be the only guy available for them at 11, but, uh, I guess now that I'm makes, giving you a choice. That makes my pick a lot easier. I mean, Will Levis is the betting favorite, but I think that was assuming Richardson didn't make it this far. So I'm actually going to pick Anthony Richardson here. Um, all right, I think. I mean, JSN I, would have been nice in the, Houston. I at think t- they t-
0: value it. Levis more.
1: I think they that's value where Levis that's where I'm slightly yeah. torn. Um, you know what? Hold on.
0: <laughs> would this have been so much easier if I had picked A. Yes, this would have been so much easier. I just like I thought that was just, like
1: the perfect alley oop for you to take Richardson. Texans take Levis. Wouldn't have been as hard of a decision. But I don't want Richardson to slide one. even more, um, dude. This is—I right.
0: don't know where he would go. Le- Levis
1: at twelve. I'll stick with the with the betting odds, and I'd, Richardson is literally the better quarterback. Like that's that's my thing. They're both going to be a little bit of a project. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with. I, I think Levis I'm is. Gonna, I think.
0: I'd, yeah, I'm gonna stick with. I would stick with it too. Yeah. Um. Oh, man. Do I regret the Titans passing on A Rich? I don't as much as I thought I would. I think that was. I that just was don't. I just don't. <sighs> man. All right. Well, with the Packers, I'm going to go quick here. I think Jordan Addison is the easy pick. Uh, I, I think that's where they go at 13. I think that's where they would have gone at 15. Um, look, now I could have actually mocked A Rich to them, but uh, I just don't see just don't see it. I, I just don't see them, you know, taking a quarterback like this when they want to see what they have in Jordan love. Right. Cause then, yeah. then you're going to have to worry about two 50 options at the same time. So, Hey, look Patriots. What do they do here? You've got the one where it's like,
1: Oh, well, hold how, on, hold on. I, before we get into Pat's pick, I wanted to talk about the Rogers trade for the Packers. Um, because since we're recording this on the day that Rogers did get traded, uh, I did have some thoughts on it. So the full details here, just will be real quick. Um, if I remember correctly, so it's Rogers a first and a fifth to the Jets for their first. It's a pick swap, a second and a sixth, and a condition. It was a conditional second as well. So, look, I think for the Packers, it's a total reset of a trade, right? Like, yes, Green Bay is moving off major cap hits, clearing their books. But the Packers are trading away one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So. They should be excited to finally see what Jordan Love could do as the starter, but there's not much surrounding him on the roster, right? The Packers are using this year um, to absorb $40 million in debt cap resulting from this trade, and other veterans are eating up good amount of the uh, cap that's left. But ultimately, it's a new era for the Packers. 31 seasons of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and now you're moving into a new a whole new thing. So now you have a year to evaluate Love before deciding whether he wants to look for another option or commit to him. So I actually really like this trade for Green Bay. Um but the Pats at 14. I thought the trade was interesting because the Jets right behind them are actually in need of a tackle. So the Pats could easily just swoop in and because they're AFC East rivals, they could just get a tackle. I'm really not sure. Uh, they could use edge help. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna go.
0: I think I've Nolan got a Smith. I've got a
1: pick in mind. But Nolan Smith. Nolan's. I'm gonna go with Nolan Smith.
0: That's they. The, a here's a the thing.
1: The Pats okay. have hosted five edge rushers with top thirty visits five so pass rush it's an obvious need so many good passing attacks that are in this division especially now with rogers in new york um i do think nolan smith needs to bulk up a little but I, he's got really good speed off the edge and i think he'll be a great fit for uh for a bill belichick
0: defense there in new england okay so now i get to talk about the trade uh i'll talk about it a bit from the jets perspective I mean, look, it was pretty clear cut, right? They used the pick that they got from the Browns. They used, obviously, their first round pick this year. Uh, and then they're going to have to give up a conditional pick that becomes a first if Rodgers plays 65%. I actually think it's good. I mean, I think it's good for the Packers. I think I think the Packers got a lot more value than I would have expected. Um, and then for the Jets, I actually don't think they gave up as much as I would have initially thought. Like, I, I think they would have given up, you know, two firsts for sure. Uh, and then maybe a little bit more in the future years, but yeah, it's a bold move, right? I mean, you're, you're going for a guy who's almost 40, right? And this is so similar to the whole Brett Favre saga, but you know, Brett Favre was different in the sense that he would play no matter what, how injured he was. Aaron Rodgers is not really like that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers just talks, so um, you know that's what you're going to c- kind of get out of him. But uh, you're definitely going to get a guy that obviously is multi talented, and you've got a really good roster around him. I know he's definitely happy to have Lazard uh, back as his wide receiver. Uh, Garrett Wilson, I think, is going to take off, and uh, it really just comes down to this Jets O line. So I'm just going to focus on the Jets pick here now. I initially had Paris Johnson sliding all the way to pick 13, but now they're at pick 15. So it makes it a little bit interesting. I don't think he'll get down that far. So the question is, do I take, you know, one of these iffy, you know, kind of tackles and guess what I am going to, and I'm actually going to go Darnell, right? Uh, not Roderick Jones. Um, I think Broderick uh, Jones lasts a little bit longer uh, and yeah, Darnell, Wright. He's your prototypical guy. Looked really good in the senior bowl. uh, Was a, I believe he was a four year, uh, played all four years. He's got some experience to him. Uh, He's really big. uh, He's got a really solid stance. uh, And I think the Jets can use someone like that. He's not Makai Becton big. uh, And yeah, he's got some uh, stability. So that's what they need on this line.
1: Yeah. I I think it's a good pick. I think in hindsight, I feel like in hindsight, I should have went receiver for the Pats. Um, Quentin Johnston probably, but Oh, well, I, I think I'll roll with that. Um, I agree with the pick for the Jets. Uh, I think I maybe would have went Broderick Jones, but Darnell Wright isn't bad. All right, 16. The Commanders. Um, I think they're going to go Brian Branch. Um, William Jackson obviously was a complete bust as a free agent signing, and you really knocking. need someone to stay with A.J. Brown and C.D. Lamb. So I think Branch has some good size. He can cover. He, he can really play anywhere in the secondary, so... I think he'd be a nice chess piece for the commanders here.
0: Damn, that's a bummer. Um, I thought I would be able to get him on one of my picks. Good pick. Uh, Steelers. I know you see it. tackle is their number one need, I guess. I think DB is honestly their number one need, considering who they have to go up against in the AFC North. Uh, So I've got a handful of corners available to me. Now, Joey Porter is screaming to me. Uh, I, and honestly, I probably don't think he's the best over one, overall one out of these. I think Forbes probably has the best upside problem is a little bit of the skinniness. I think Cam Smith is the most physical one. Uh, and I think Deontay banks is probably the best overall one, but I think the Penn state being near nearby, um, and Joey, don't get me wrong. Joey Porter is still good. He's got some great size to him. He's got some great length. Uh, so I think they're going to go Joey Porter here.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, they did sign Patrick Peterson. Someone's He's sliding. obviously. Yeah. Someone is sliding. Um, and at 18 here, this pick was mocked a lot. Off? This pick was mocked a lot. No, it's not going to be a rich. Okay. Well, we'll get that out the way. I thought you were talking about someone else, but I just saw Anthony Richardson there. Um, at 18, I think the lines are going to take B. John Robinson. Uh, the Lions signed oh. David Montgomery, but he's a replacement for Jamal Williams. I think they want a true home run type of guy. Um, it was supposed to be DeAndre Swift, but I, I mean, he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. So, yeah, I think Robinson is the pick here. I mean, he's a complete back. A lot of people think he's the best player in this class, which I wouldn't agree with. But I think he's definitely up there. So I think Bijan Robinson is the
0: pick for the Lions at 18 here. Probably would have gone uh, Kalijah. Uh, that's just me. But uh, interesting. I mean, especially with the, a room of Swift and Montgomery, you want to add Bijan to that. Um, yeah, because,
1: again, Swift Swift can't stay healthy, for one. And I think Montgomery is not going to lead the backfield. Like, I just don't think it's going to happen. So, yeah, I, I'd,
0: I'd stick with Bijan. Interesting. Uh, okay. Uh, interesting pick. I'm going to go... This one was a. I think this one was a home run for me. Broderick Jones to Tampa. Yeah. Uh, replaces Donovan Smith, and uh, you get a tackle for good old Baker Mayfield. I was even thinking. Yes, there was a little bias in that. Anthony Richardson could have went here, man. I don't know.
1: Nope. Well, I think they. The slide will keep going because I don't think Seahawks are going to draft. Slide continue. Um.
0: Who did I take at five? Or who did you take at five? I'm sorry. Tyree Wilson. I took Tyree Wilson. Okay. I think they go. I mean, yeah, me personally. So you I'm don't need an edge here, but yeah. Uh,
1: if ooh, Quentin Johnston or Zay Flowers, man. Or they could go DT. Because if the Seahawks do go edge at five, I think Elijah Cansey and Mozzie Smith might be in play there at 20. But also Tyler Lockett is aging, so the Hawks need a number two receiver for the future, as well as a number three for right now. Um. We will go okay. We'll go. We'll go with Kalijah Kansi here. I think they're gonna go okay. DT and double down on the D line. Um, as tempting as a wide receiver is, that's something you could put off for another year. Um, especially in a class where like no guy is truly like sticking out. Per se, JSN's already off the board. Addison's off the board, so I think you go D line and
0: make it a real strength here. All right, so that makes it pretty easy for me. Yeah, uh, the Chargers are going to go Zay Flowers. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty clear here. Uh, yeah, he's definitely a guy that would pair perfectly well with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. We obviously know how bad, you know, or how much, how many times everybody has linked a wide receiver to the Chargers. Uh, Yeah, Uh, I think a lot of people had Addison sliding. I didn't, so uh, I'm just going to go with Zay Flowers here. Uh, He's the guy I think that would be the best uh, pickup right now. Okay, well,
1: that pick makes my job a lot easier as well because I'm going to go with Quentin Johnston. Um, The Ravens have really struggled on offense. They just don't, well, from the receiver position specifically. So you need to find a viable guy for Lamar Jackson despite uh, despite the Odell signing. So I think Quentin Johnston fits the bill as an X, and I think he'll be the number one guy for Baltimore.
0: Okay, here is where we shake things up. A rich Anthony A. Rich. Richardson at twenty-three to the Vikings. Okay, uh, I had mocked the Vikings trading uh, up for Will Levis in like the first one I ever did, uh, all the way at ten here they get a guy who's just surprisingly sliding uh all the way down to 23. now obviously this is going to be a big bold. you're not going to really see something like this I, but we have heard i don't know if you've heard trick like buzz of will levison rich falling a lot more than people think um yeah. and you know this could be an easy scenario where anthony richardson's just falling And the Vikings say, hey, Kirk Cousins is on the final year of his deal. We don't really think he's going to elevate us to where we think he's going to go. Let's get a guy who can throw the ball down the field. Let's get a guy who's really electric, who can make this offense pop. Uh, And yeah, uh, the Vikings get their guy at 23. Um, Yeah, I didn't really anticipate Anthony Richardson dropping this far uh, when I didn't pick him at 11. Uh, I'm going to keep it a buck. Uh, And you're right. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people in the comments are going to say, why didn't you take him there? Uh, I kind of get my reasoning. You know, honestly, I think it's a it's a fifty fifty thing, but I do think the need for JSN will probably help them in the uh, in the longer run. And uh, yeah, Anthony Richardson goes here at twenty three. What do you think about that, Titans fans? I'm sorry, because I know a lot of Tennessee <laughs> fans want a Rich, and
1: I did too. But you know what? It's fine. I think this is where the slide had to stop. Um, oh, absolutely. Vikings. Vikings were reportedly looking into Trey Lance, but I don't. I don't buy any of that at all. So at 24, the Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. Can you filter? Um, I want to see what corners are available here. I see Deontay. Banks. Absolutely. Um, I don't know who else. So one guy that I kind of completely forgot about that hasn't been getting as much buzz as he was a little bit earlier is Keely Ringo. And I Ooh. honestly do not know why. Um, Jaguars obviously have issues at corner. Keely Ringo, huge corner. I think he's got a lot of upside. Um, and he performed well. Obviously, Tyson Campbell left, and now he's going to get reunited with him again. So I think they dip into that Georgia pool, and I think they take Ringo here. Wow.
0: Wow. Holy. Yep. Wow. Jeez, that's a... Now I I do not expect that
1: one. I do have to say, like I don't know why Ringo has been falling so much. Like I just don't know. But from what I've seen, I mean, he's really good. Deontay Banks could go there. Manuel Forbes could go there as well. Um,
0: Yeah, I was gonna. I was leaning. Yeah, man, I was gonna. I think they're gonna go back to
1: Georgia, man. I think they're just gonna go back to it.
0: Wow, that is a bold pick. Um, man. This makes it so much tougher because I don't know if the giants can just willingly, you know, go ahead, head and pick Josh Downs. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this one's a tough one. Now the giants, I mean you see their team needs here. Ah, oh, man. I'm just going to kind of look at, yeah. Let me look at, Ooh, this is tough. I maybe I'll look at some interior O-line. But I just don't see them. I don't know. I just I, I think they like uh, what is it? G-Glo, Glowinski? yeah. Glowinski is their right guard. Do they go? I just don't know if I don't know if Michael Schmitz is uh, is you know just a worthy pick at twenty five, right? Like that's just not. Oh, I think I know what I would do here. Uh, there's linebackers. Maybe you could go Drew Sanders. That's probably the linebacker I would go with if I was the Giants. This is tough. Um, you know what? I'm just going to pick Josh Downs. I-, I just don't know how you can pass up on a receiver. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Josh Downs here. He was a good X despite his size, and uh, I think the Giants can get... I think he can definitely push the ball down the field uh, and gain some separation. So I'm going to go with Josh Downs here. Yeah, this one's tough. I, I think they just try and take... Yeah, I mean maybe best player available, but I think you're good here with Josh Downs. So the way I would have went, I think I would have went linebacker based on how thin they are at linebacker. So Jack Campbell or Chris yeah, Henders. fair. But I think I think one of those guys will be available in round two for them to maybe sneak up on. But I was even thinking so, a good receiver could be available in round two because Tank Dell. That's fair. Yeah. That. I, yeah. Hmm. I, I think Downs probably is a little bit better than a lot of these guys there. And I think the gap between oh, no, he the is. linebackers yeah. is a little bit less. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with Josh Downs here. um But, yeah, this is this is an interesting draft so far. We've got some, some really surprises. I think A-Rich at 23 is probably the... I know
1: it's a, I know it's a little bit late here. to say this, but, I mean, take everything with a grain of salt because this year is literally a crapshoot. Like, we just we don't know. We, we're just using the yeah, best no, of our one, abilities. This one's a lot this. more
0: on... Yeah, this one's a lot more unpredictable. I remember, like, previous drafts, we hit a lot of them on the, like, nail on the coffin. I mean, we were we were great. So, um, hopefully, I mean, you know, this one's good. We'll probably push out another one with trades uh, right before, but uh, let's get this one done, streak Who are we going at 26 with Dallas? So, you need an offensive playmaker, so we're going to filter tight ends. Well, we don't
1: need a filter, because um, the guys in question are on the board. Um... The question is Kincaid or Mayer. any, any way they go, they need to replace Dalton Schultz. I did mock Mayer a while ago, but I was assuming Dalton was off the board. So I think the Cowboys place one Dalton with another Dalton. I think they're going to go with Kincaid here, but that's no slight against mayor. Um, I, I think they'd be fine going either one, maybe even Darnell Washington. I wouldn't be too mad at, but I think Kincaid's the guy for the mayor.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, you could also look at interior line, but uh, I think this one's good. So the Bills, they're interesting because, look, Von Miller like, has a really long deal, right? But he is getting up there in age. So if I were to take an edge, I would go Miles Murphy. Uh, I don't think they need interior, but if they were going to go interior, I probably would go uh, Mozzie Smith, uh, but I won't. And uh, for the Bills, I could also go corner because of – Mmm so yeah because the thing is they don't have they don't really like isn't is it dane jackson who's yeah they're cb2 yeah but they drafted elam last year so you know what i'm gonna go i'm gonna go because uh vaughn's getting up there uh i'm probably gonna go miles murphy interesting okay. i think it's he's yeah he's a he's kind of a reach player but uh he's got a lot of he's got a lot of potential and uh, again, quick off the edge, um, him and Brees were or Brizzi, sorry, Brzee. sorry, uh, sorry, We're both really great uh, uh, duo in Clemson. And uh, I think the Bills definitely want to have somebody that you know, when Von Miller gets up in age, or if anything happened were to happen to him, good depth there.
1: Yeah, uh, I was even thinking. Well, we're not doing trades, but they could trade up for a receiver, um, especially if they see a run yeah, on it. Yeah. Guard is also a possibility. Osiris Torrance is on the board here. Maybe the a wild correct. card, a little wild card here, maybe Jameer Gibbs. I, I'm pretty much against using a first-round pick on running backs, but, I mean, they're a contender. They have a clear need there. I mean, that could be a guy that sends you over the top. But moving on to the Bengals, I think they're going to go tight end here, and I think they're going to go Michael Mayer. Yeah, this one's um, pretty easy. This yeah, one's, yeah, it's, it's pretty easy. Um, out of Notre Dame, complete package. He's a great blocker, great receiver, and I think he'll do good with Joe Burrow throwing him balls. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Pause at the end there. Uh, I'm going to go uh, pick 29. I think this one makes it a little bit easy for me. I'd mock this originally too. I think I go Mozzie Smith here uh, to the Saints. Um, Brzee is off, uh, definitely a possibility, but uh, I think Mozzie is a little bit more higher floor. Uh, and I think uh, he's a little bit better for their scheme. He'd be a better fit alongside Cam Jordan. Um, yeah, they lost Anya Meadow, who was their big nose tackle. I believe Mozzie Smith has more size on Brzee, so I would go Mozzie here.
1: Okay, yeah, I agree with that, uh, especially after you lose Anya Clear need at DT, and I think Mozzie Smith would be a great fit there. All right, Eagles at 30. So at 10, who did we go at 10? Um, I believe we went with Van Ness. Lucas Van Ness, okay. Yes. So here, I was considering Bijan at 10, but I think at 30... I think they're going to take Jameer Gibbs here. Um, I was thinking about a DT. Don't think they would double down on Uh, D-line. Jameer Gibbs, I mean, he would be nasty. I mean, you see all the Alvin Kamara comps. I think him in that Philly offense, it would be pretty good
0: okay so now I've got an interesting thing here right so I could go Braz- so my two options here I'm gonna go bold I'm gonna go bold with this pick I'm either gonna go Hyatt or I'm gonna go Brzee. Uh, and that's honestly where I think the Chiefs will go like wide receiver or d line with their you know their needs are kind of shown up here and you know what just for namesake I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Hyatt uh, I think he would be such a great fit uh, for the Chiefs Uh Oop, there's an ad there. But yeah, I'll just kind of scroll down to the pick real quick. Yeah, I think Hyatt would be the guy here. I think he's got game-breaking speed. Uh, I know the injuries, or I believe he had some lower body injuries towards the end of the year that might uh, scare some people, but um, nah, he would be a great fit. I know it would be, what, MVS, Sky Moore and him, and Kadarius Tony, All kind of speed guys. Not really a true X, but there isn't really a true receiver with size. Uh, They've always he, been built on speed. MVS has size. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, MVS has size, but like really, they never really have had that slow guy, you know, that slow X who can just get, you know, a possession receiver because they have Travis Kelsey. So, uh, they don't really need something like that. Um, but yeah, that was the final pick. Uh, we'll kind of scroll up to, to the draft and we'll maybe show it out. Really interesting. Uh, again, this is going to be really hard to predict. I mean, who knows? We might not even get a single one, right? Except Bryce, (laughs) honestly. Um, This is a really unpredictable draft. I think obviously our biggest uh, takeaway here was Anthony Richardson sliding, uh, thanks to yours truly. So whoever wants to throw hate, throw it at me, not him. Uh, but you can throw some hate for Bijan at 18. That one I was a little bit shocked at. We had some shocking picks, not gonna lie. I think you had some picks that I was surprised at. I had some picks that you were surprised at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this was a really cool mock. Uh, I really liked it. I think there were some that were just shoe-ins and then there were some that were like, hmm, "Yeah, this could go either way. Um, but, uh, yeah, you want to give your favorite pick real quick uh, and then I'll give mine and then we'll head on out of <laughs> here. Uh, my favorite pick, um,
1: honestly, Stroud at four, I think is a great pick because I think either a QB one, I'm going to go with that for you. Um, I mean, least favorite is probably JSN at 11. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just cause I think it was just an easy layup for Tennessee to take a rich and yeah, I mean, I don't know what else I'd say is the least favorite. Oh, Miles Murphy at twenty-seven, maybe. I think that could be a nice value. Um, I was a little thrown off by it at first, but I think it works. But otherwise, I mean, it's it's a mock draft. It's a, you, you never know what's yeah. going to be right and wrong, and especially this year. So I think we did a we had a good crack at it.
0: Yeah, I think my favorite would probably be, like just on value, the one that I made, I would probably go Zay, Zay at 21, or or A-Rich at 23 to be honest for Minnesota. I think both those teams would be really happy with where they got. And then, yeah, I mean, not really least favorite, just the one that I was really surprised at was John. But I've heard some things to it, like I was looking it up uh, uh, earlier too, John and the Lions have been a little bit linked, but I just don't, I just, I just think they can get a little bit more value there. Instead of keeping a three-headed running back monster, I think Montgomery was brought in for the injury concerns that uh, Swift kind of had with Jamal Williams being gone, but man, definitely a lot of players here that I I think we can all expect to be some first rounders, Uh, you know, some that we maybe might've reached on and picked that wouldn't go. I mean, you know, Hyatt, maybe Gibbs doesn't fall in there, you know, obviously Ringo, who's been kind of sliding. so. You know, we'll see. But man, overall, really solid draft. Let us know what you guys think in the comments. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. We've been the Cold Hard Truth NFL Podcast. We will see you guys next time.